insecurity. It often manifests as anxiety, self-consciousness, and this relentless inner dialogue that says, I'm not good enough. We've all been there, finding ourselves in this state of constant comparison, worried about judgment, rejection, and often trusting others' opinions about us more than our own. Insecurity is so challenging when it creeps up. We're all vulnerable to it. And on today's episode of the podcast, we're going to be digging into this to unpack it, understand why it can get so powerful, and also how to bring it back down to size so that we can feel more confident and secure as we go about our daily lives. Our musical muse today is Mitski. The song is My Love, Mine All Mine, which when I hear it, I hear someone singing about their love for themselves, really, and how that feels enduring and indelible and like the one thing that they can count on. And I think when it comes to feelings of insecurity, that's really the goal for all of us. How do we love ourselves and appreciate ourselves? How do we support ourselves in the face of, you know, that tendency towards comparison and questioning ourselves? And that's really what we're going to be tackling on today's show. If this is your first time listening, I'm so glad you've joined me. I'm Dr. Lisa Marie Bobby. I'm the founder of Growing Self Counseling and Coaching. And my background, I'm a licensed psychologist. I'm a marriage and family therapist. I'm a board-certified coach. But most importantly, I am the proud host of the Love, Happiness, and Success podcast, where I'm, I'm bringing all of this personal growth work to you every week. We're tackling different topics related to helping growth-oriented people like you cultivate love, happiness, and success, better relationships, better relationship with yourself, but really feeling confident and able to create the outcomes that you want in your life, whether they're related to their career or anything else you want. This show is all about how we can work on ourselves in order to grow into the people who can make all those things happen. So thank you for joining me today. And today, yeah, we are tackling insecurity. You know, what, what does it mean? Why are we so vulnerable to it? But most importantly, how can we navigate and understand what's going on when insecurity creeps up so that we can cultivate healthy confidence and self-esteem? So one of the most important things I have learned on the subject of insecurity, which I, of course, have struggled with personally, as have, you know, virtually every one of my clients that I've worked with over the years, mostly, um, because, you know, it's just, it's so ubiquitous. We all have those moments, right? And one of the things that I found is that there are strengths that come when these feelings creep in, particularly as it relates to the vulnerability and the self-reflection that insecurity can offer us. 
So, you know, when we are feeling insecure or doubting ourselves, it can not, you know, be the most comfortable thing and we don't want to stay there forever, but it can also afford us a really powerful opportunity for self-reflection and a chance to dig into this growth mindset. It can also help us be receptive to feedback and to be thinking about who we are now and who we want to be. When we feel uncertain about ourselves, you know, in a healthy sense, it can encourage us to consider how our actions do impact outcomes. It can help us take responsibility, appreciate the wisdom of other people, and even cultivate a healthy humility. So I think it would be a mistake to, just like any other dark emotion, label feeling insecure as this monolithically bad negative thing that we want to immediately and automatically push away. You know, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me say many times how important it is for us to really develop a relationship with our dark emotions, the things that aren't always comfortable for us to feel or experience, but the things that also offer us the most wisdom when we can lean in, in in healthy and appropriate ways. So, you know, I think feelings of insecurity are right up there with anger, sadness, fear, right? We don't want to stay in those forever, but when we listen to them, there can be value here. Of course, you know, feelings of insecurity can also become so powerful that they become very self-limiting. They become paralyzing. They inform our understanding of who we are compared to others in negative ways. And so we also have to manage that just like any of the other dark emotions. We need them in small and healthy doses. Um, and so let's explore that insecurity piece further with that framework. One of the things that I think makes insecurity more of a thing these days, um, makes us more vulnerable to it, but also makes it feel like a more negative thing, is that our culture, especially over the last few years, has just been bombarding us with all of these messages around, I don't know, like fierceness, right? It's like girl boss and maximum self-love and that to feel completely confident and empowered all of the time is, is the ideal. It's what we should feel, right? And when we buy into those messages about what we should be, how we should feel, it doesn't leave a lot of room for the nuances of insecurity, these little pieces that can be quite valuable for us. And so it's important, I think, to understand the, the uh, dynamic here, again, between this confidence and empowerment and feeling secure and sure of yourself and also feeling some healthy self-doubt, feeling, uh, what do I have to learn here? Being in touch with your values and your aspirations because of maybe feeling like you want more than you have. Remember that growth often comes from feelings of dissatisfaction with things as they are. 
it is when we feel that there is a gap between where we are now and where we want to be that is the engine of growth. And so feelings of insecurity or self-doubt can be one of those whispering voices that says to us, is this, is this all for me? Do I want more? Do I look at other people or what they've been able to achieve with genuine admiration? And does that inform me about more of what I want to experience in my own life? So we need to be cautious to not view any of these things as inherently all negative or all positive, to have no insecurity veers into narcissism and it limits growth. It, it stops us from thinking in a positive and reflective way, where, where do I want to go next? Right? But the challenge here is really in finding balance because, as you know, we all know, being overwhelmed by insecurities that are getting to the point where they're unproductive, this constant self-comparison or feeling like you're not quite as good enough as other people, this can be really paralyzing. And it can also be damaging to our relationships. It can damage our resilience, and it can make us very um, I think externally focused, we become dependent on the good opinions of others to tell us that we're good enough when we're not able to feel that way from within ourselves. So we want to stay out of that corner, right? While also, you know, lacking any humility or lacking the ability to be self-reflective can lead to its own set of problems. And so our goal is to use our insecurities as a map towards growth, the same way we do with things like anger, grief, fear, um, any of these dark emotions are doorways into deep growth work that is oftentimes inaccessible to all of us when we're just bopping around, right? Enjoying our lives. But the other thing too, is that ironically, um, especially in this culture that's telling us that we should be secure, we should be fully confident and empowered, we can start beating ourselves up for being too insecure, right? Why do I feel the way that I do? There's something wrong with me for not feeling more confident or certain or in control of every situation. And this just perpetuates this cycle. So we need to learn how to lean into self-awareness, listen to ourselves and take guidance from our emotions, especially our dark emotions, without collapsing into shame. And that is where it gets bad for us when insecurity mushrooms into this thing where, you know, you're never good enough. Other people are always smarter or better or more competent or more successful or know something that you don't, right? That is when we begin to feel too small. We begin to feel not just insecure, but really incompetent or deficient or damaged. And so learning how to balance this self-awareness without falling into shame 
often requires a growth partner, to be completely honest with you. Somebody who can keep us out of shame and guide us through making contact with, you know, the helpful aspects of our dark emotions in a really supportive and non-judgmental way. So this is one of the things that I will often do with my therapy clients. Um, and in therapy, you know, we're really focusing on mental health and working uh, frequently with people People whose shame experience has become so powerful that it's really impacting their daily lives. They feel badly about themselves. They feel really anxious or depressed or it's damaged their self-concept to the point that they really need to be healed, right? And so this is a, a healing process of therapy when shame has taken over. But also, you know, with coaching, when I serve as a coach, I also oftentimes discuss um, and help my clients work on feelings of insecurity to, in a more nuanced way, I think, help them use this experience to understand what their feelings of insecurity is suggesting to them as really helpful and informed things to be thinking about further versus what are unhelpful mindsets and ways of thinking that are actually growing into obstacles that are making it harder for them to feel like they're able to attain what they want or do the things required to create different outcomes for themselves. It's really the ability to do that is frequently based on your identity and harboring a unhelpful sense of being less than will always get in the way of that. But we can certainly, you know, sort through those things through powerful coaching work to help people, I think, get more clarity around what they want to listen to versus the messages about themselves that maybe they're holding on to or telling themselves that aren't helpful for them anymore. That can be a really important part of the work, too. But the reason why it can be so helpful to have a growth partner with these things is because it's difficult to sort through. And um, I think it's also so important to have feedback and encouragement. So for example, I work with a coach and I love it so much because there are oftentimes moments where I will be struggling with exactly what we're talking about today. I could say to myself, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to solving this problem or figuring something out. And in those moments, my coach is so helpful because he says, are you sure? I think you know more than maybe you think you know and challenges me to tap into that. You know, I do. But why do I question myself in these moments? Why is my default assumption that I don't know something, right? That can be really powerful growth work, but I need, I need some healthy challenge to get into that space of thinking. At the same time, working with my coach, I can also bump into things where it is a genuine learning opportunity for me that I am being faced with some situation in my life where I, I really legitimately have not yet learned how to do what is required of me to get into a different place. And so when I feel insecure, that's that voice inside of me saying, you have some things to learn here and my coach will support that and then put some things in front of me like, yeah, 
read this book or here's a process that you could practice next time that would help you get a different result. But again, that feels very empowering and it is not in a shameful place. It's very much linked to a growth mindset of this. Yeah, you know what? My insecurity is giving me this information like, yeah, I do need to work on this. And the growth mindset says, and when I do work on this, I can make improvements and get better outcomes than the ones that I'm getting right now. So it's all very positive, but I think it requires that challenge and also that support because sometimes, you know, with insecurity, at least in my experience, and really that with my clients as well, we don't know what we don't know. So insecurity is saying, I have something to learn here, but knowing exactly what that is, like what could I do differently in this moment, really does require a, a coach, like a golf coach, like, you know, hold the club this way and try swinging it and you'll get a better result. So so I think that that can be important. I think that that's one of the reasons why sometimes people can feel overwhelmed by insecurity or have insecurity become very powerful is when they know or sense that they do have things to learn um, so that that challenge is there, right? But they don't really have the guidance around, but what should I do differently instead? If that part of the equation isn't there, it's very easy for it to fall into, well, there must be something wrong with me, intrinsically and fundamentally wrong with me. Otherwise, I would be able to figure this out or know how to be, right? And that isn't true. That is a false narrative. So I hope that those are some ideas that help you sort through this yourself the next time insecurity bubbles up. Because truly, at the end of the day, trusting ourselves, believing in our competence, our judgment, our ability to learn, and our fundamental worth, you know, our, our trust in ourselves in being able to figure things out and do hard things, becoming that is a process. And I think it's earned over time. We have to experience ourselves as growing through challenging things in order to appreciate just how strong we really are. And so that is one of the reasons why connecting with a really good therapist or coach is crucial, particularly if you can find someone who doesn't pathologize what's going on or who doesn't make you feel shame for feeling insecure, but rather can um, walk with you into that to figure out what are the pieces of value there for you, where are opportunities for growth versus what are mindsets or core beliefs that are really not helpful for you anymore. And so, you know, some of the things, just to give you a little head start on this work um, that I do with my clients, is really unpacking some of the history of it. So when it comes to feelings of insecurity, what is the yardstick that you're measuring yourself with as, you know, your own yardstick or comparing yourself to others? Like, where did those beliefs about what you should be or what is worthy that you see and admire in other people, where did those beliefs originate, right? Where do they come from? Are those 
uh, beliefs, even things that we agree with anymore. Maybe they were things that we were taught as children um, that we were handed, right, as a guidebook of how to be, but that as we actually reflect on those as adults, aren't true for who we are now. And so that's one really important piece of this is just figuring out where the uh, worthiness metrics come from and whether or not those are true for us. But if they are true for us and we sense opportunities for growth, that turns into a really legitimate opportunity for us. But we have to bring it into self-awareness first, again, without collapsing into shame that just takes all the energy out of it and makes it so difficult to move forward at all. And so trusting this process means, I think, acknowledging and developing a more solid core and trustworthy relationship with yourself. This is a journey towards self-discovery, towards growth, and again, so valuable to have a really competent growth partner to help you do this work, to navigate the complexities of insecurity productively without pushing it all away or feeling bad for feeling insecure sometimes, to be reflective and develop your feelings of confidence and competence, not by flipping off the insecurity switch, but by really experiencing yourself as somebody who is strong and powerful and able to grow and evolve and do hard things and create the outcomes they want by you know you you earn that trust with yourself when you see yourself doing it that's where real self esteem comes from it's not you know just a belief oh i should have high self esteem and i love myself and yes i mean we can certainly develop a more compassionate and loving inner voice that can be part of it but real self esteem and confidence feeling secure in oneself comes from trusting yourself to be the person that you want to be and watching yourself grow into that that's that's where the real action is so remember that this path to self-trust is a journey. It is not something that happens overnight. This is a hard-won growth process. When people talk about working on themselves, this is what they're talking about. It's definitely a journey, but it is also a journey worth taking. And when we can embrace the strengths within our vulnerabilities and use our vulnerabilities in productive ways to help ourselves grow um, and not, not shy away from that, but lean into it courageously, that's where real magic happens. So I know these are probably different ideas, um, but this is the real deal. You know, this is the stuff we talk about in therapy and coaching and growing self at least. And so I hope that these ideas were helpful for you too and help you be more compassionate and, um, and hopefully use the entirety of your emotional experience for your benefit because you deserve that. 
If you would like more helpful information on this topic and others, I invite you to come to my website, which is growingself.com. You can come to the blog and podcast and come into the happiness collection. And there you'll find podcast playlists that I've put together on, on other topics related to this, you know, developing self-confidence, self-love, how to productively manage and benefit from having a better relationship with your dark emotions how to be honest with yourself, and, and truly how to do the work of growth that allows you to become the person that you were really destined to be. It's all there for you. So come to growingself.com, check out the podcast playlists, the articles that I have for you, and also you're welcome to sign up for some of the free assessments that I put together for you that can help you get more visibility into your growth areas. Um, for this topic, I would recommend one that I developed called what's holding you back. It'll ask you a bunch of questions and give you feedback into what will be the biggest impact for you in terms of your growth journey. Is it, is it working on the way you think, the way you feel, the way you behave? And then with that information, you'll be able to do really productive work on yourself that'll get you where you want to go. So it's all there for you growingself.com. And uh, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Love, Happiness, and Success podcast. I will be back in touch with you next week for more. And in the meantime, please enjoy more Mitski with my love, mine, all mine. You can learn more about Mitski on her Bandcamp page, mitski.bandcamp.com looks like she's currently on tour so you can catch up with Mitski. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back in touch soon.